last time I told you guys to take these eight songs, which I will list now. September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Rasputin by Boney M. Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. In the Air by Phil Collins. Africa by Toto. Piano Man by Billy Joel. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough by Michael Jackson. And Down Under by Men at Work. Your homework assignment was to figure out phrases that you could ask Jim through the Raven Queen using these lyrics. So what'd you come up with? I came up with half bullshit and half cryptid asks. Cool. I guess this came out different in my mind. I thought we were basically going to have a conversation with... Yeah. Kind of. Like, yeah. Kind of like a conversation, yeah. But it needs to get kicked off somehow, so you gotta, like, say something from music lyric and just start off the conversation? Um, I can start, I guess. Some, can you play me a memory? Uh, Jim, he perks up to this, uh, sound and he looks over at the Raven Queen, who is actually a actual raven, and he's like, hey, I know that lyric. Uh, from, uh, Piano Man. Have you been listening uh, in on my, uh, songs, Little Bird? Yeah, that is technically a lyric in one of those. (laughs) He's like, oh, cool. Oh, well... Uh, how are you doing, little bird friend? Staying alive. Yeah, uh, same here. Uh, I think we're the only two living things out here. Hoping to find some long-forgotten words or ancient melodies. Hmm, I don't know if I know any other songs off the top of my head. I just kind of listen to whatever I've got, um, on my, on my phonograph over here. And he, like, shows you there's, like... A big old horn thingy with a record player on it. And you feel it's coming in the air tonight. Hmm. You mean like a weather pattern? Gotta be honest, there hasn't really been much for weather. It's either been sprinkly or cloudy. Take your pick. (laughs) I bless the rains. Uh, hmm. I don't don't know if the rains are blessed. (laughs) One quick question. One question. Uh, we were allowed to mix match the lyrics of different songs together, yeah? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sing us a song for the queen. The pain still grows. For the queen. I guess I could sing you a little song. You got any requests? Ra ra Rasputin. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I can. I could totally sing that. Uh, hold on a second. I'm gonna have to. Uh... Uh, take off my helmet. I can't really sing all that well with this thing on. And, um, you see he starts, like, undoing all the nuts and bolts around the neck area and, like, pulls it up all at once and a whole sploosh of water comes rushing out on onto the floor. Like, uh, hold on. And, um, like, as it comes out, there's just, like, more and more water coming out. But there's also a black and purple smoke as well. And it seeps out and hangs in the air, kind of like uh, dry ice vapor. And he finally takes off his whole helmet, and he's starting to get ready to sing. And you can see his face is a skull with black-purple mist surrounding it. And little tiny beady purple dots for eyes. And he starts singing! I'm I'm not... Okay. (laughs) I'm gonna sing. Hold on, I need to look up the lyrics. Ra ra Rasputin, lover of the Russian queen. There was a cat that really was gone. Ra ra Rasputin, Russia's greatest love machine. It was a shame how he carried on. <laughs> there, I'm not doing any more. Imagining his jaw is just like flapping around since he said it was just a skull. <laughs> yeah, it, it absolutely is just flapping around. And he's dancing in place and sloshing about, and water is flinging everywhere out of his suit. And, and, and jamming. Anybody else have any more questions for him? Uh, well, it's not a question, but I do have a line. Go for it. Somebody help me. <laughs> 
that the Raven Queen actually doesn't uh relay that message. She actually says something that isn't in any of the lyrics. Oh, and what's that? She says, shiny. Damn it! And she swoops in and grabs a necklace off of Jim's uh, neck. And it's this beautiful golden necklace. And it seems to have its own little tiny rainbow aura around it as well. It's like the aura around Jim himself. And she swoops up and the necklace uh, flies right off with her. And Jim stops singing. And it seems like he's uh, all of a sudden choking. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, hey, hey, Queenie, put it back, put it back! And she is in a circle, flying around up above, just kind of cawing and making raven noises. And Jim is on the floor now, kneeling, and this black-purple smoke is heavy around him. And he seems to be shaking. And a terrible sound echoes around you as um, you can see glowing eyes surrounding you coming out through the forests. And they seem to be a whole pack of, like, angry ghosts. The wild dogs cry out in the night. And roll for initiative. Oh shit, a combat. Yeah. Was it ready? Yep. You guys thought this was gonna be a musical, but no, there's ghosts. Um, I just want to confirm something real quick. We are still supposed to be level one, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay, just checking. <laughs> Nineteen. Okay. I wasn't ready either. I, I'm still opening up something to roll dice with. Hold on. I'm just gonna assume that you guys, this was more of a surprise round. Yeah. <laughs> I was a new in combat. I didn't even have my character sheet open. Yo, I got a 22. Rad. I rolled a 16 on initiative, by the way. Hell yeah. Oh, I rolled it. <laughs> Ooh, guess who's going last? You. You. Rip in peace. Alright, cool. So, you're surrounded. There are... Uh, ghostly forms surrounding the whole area around you and there seems to be um, like 30 or so that you can see at the current moment but there seems to be more amorphous shapes forming in the distance and they all they're not looking at you they're looking at Jim and they seem to be moving closer to him but slowly oof okay so it sounds like we're gonna have to protect Jim y'all how many ghosts are there, by the way? Do, is there a definite number? There is not a definite number. It does seem like it would be a bad idea to try to fight them all off. Fuck. Mm, roll me an int check so I can give you guys a hint. Okay. Wow. I got a straight 10. I got a 10, too, with my modifier. <laughs> oh, boy. I got an 18. Okay. Luthmos, you do remember Raven Queen saying that one word, shiny before uh ignoring all of you guys and flying off oh i guess it is my turn are you gonna tell me oh uh luthmos is the one that got the hint oh yeah but i'm just saying in initiative order i was first wasn't i yes okay well talking is a free action so from what i understood from what you narrated the raven queen flew off with that necklace right she's... or did yeah okay. she flew off but she's circling overhead okay uh, hmm. How far away is she, exactly? Mm, I'd say about 20 feet above head. Awesome. You guys are ghosts, remember. We can float. Hell yeah. Oh, awesome. Well I then. Think, I also think the, the queen has become, like, full-fledged raven now. Also, I think from last time we can't use magic. Yeah, that's right. Um, somehow you're unable to use magic. Shit, I had forgotten about that. I was gonna use Vicious Mockery. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, but you are ghosts. Okay, um, let's see. Well, it's a good thing we can fly, because otherwise I'd be completely dead in the water in this scenario. So, um, I guess what I'm gonna do is, um, Abby is, like, because we haven't really tried interacting with the Raven Queen physically, I don't think, so... I'm not sure if she follows the same rules as 
as uh, everything else that we've tried to touch. So maybe the necklace or the Raven Queen might be able to be affected by us, or that's what I'm hoping. Um, roll me, uh, roll me whiz. All right. Gee whiz, all of us are just... Just Abby. Uh, that's an 18. Cool beans. You remember that the necklace was preventing you from getting close to Jim, and also that the Raven Queen said that somehow the necklace affects her as well and deadens her mind and ability to converse, which is why you had to use the song lyrics in order to converse with Jim. Oh, okay, I gotcha. So now we can interact with Jim, or he might at least be able to hear us. Yes. Awesome. Well, in that case, Abby will use her turn to uh, go up to Jim, and um, not that this is going to matter much, but she's going to basically kind of take a stance, um, kind of a protective stance over him, like facing the ghosts and be like, Jim, Jim, can you hear us? Um, you see for a brief moment that his eyes uh, meet with yours, but they're shaking all around. Jim, this is, like, bad news. I think these ghosts are going to kill us if we don't get out of here. Please, say something, anything. His jaw moves down as if to try to speak, but nothing comes out. <sighs> Do you think I he needs... The... I think he needs the necklace to talk. Yeah, probably. Okay, maybe, maybe you can't speak, or I can't hear you, or something. Uh, nod? Can you, can you nod for me, please? You see his head kind of lower just a little bit. <sighs> okay, good enough. Guys... What do you think would be the best plan of action? I'm talking to Foxfire and Lufmus. Uh, maybe get Jim out of here. I don't know if it's possible. Do you remember any landmarks nearby that we could hide? You guys are in a little tiny village. Um, there are kind of landmarks nearby, kind of like a, a windmill, um, some stores, but they're all kind of run down. I wonder if one of these places has a cellar. That might be our best bet. What do you think? Well, what if we get trapped in the cellar? Well, that's kind of the downside of a hiding spot, but I'm not sure if we're going to be able to run from all these things forever. Let's just try and do it. All right. Yeah. Um, Can we actually touch Jim? Because I don't think he is able to get there himself. When you reach out and touch Jim... Uh, you can feel a very intense and sickening energy coming from him. And no. it, it just doesn't really feel good on your ghostly hands. And you can feel um, nightmarish thoughts in your head. Oof. Oof. Roblox death noise. But we can drag him to a cellar, right? <laughs> if you can... Stand the horrible sensation of dragging an undead fun guy. Uh, Foxfire uses his turn to try to grab the necklace back from the Raven Queen. Ooh, okay. So, ghosts don't really have, like, an upward fly speed. I'm gonna say you do more of a jump and it's like a zero-G kind of jump. Roll me some acrobatics. Eleven. Eleven. You kind of flail in the air and... Bounce off of the aura around the necklace. Makes a, yeah. makes a pretty okay, so spark. The, ne the necklace is protecting the Raven Queen then? Yeah. Okay, cool. It makes a pretty spark, and uh, you notice that the Raven Queen sees this spark and kind of swoops down towards it. But it disappears pretty much immediately, so she kind of just swoops back into formation. Just swoops, lying around. Thonk, thonk. All right, Luthmos, got anything? Mm. Well, since the queen has gone full raven and seems to be attracted by shiny things, maybe we can get the necklace back if we can just lure her in with something else that's shiny and get her to drop the necklace or something. Okay. Ooh, good idea. We all got gold. Do you think that would work? Do we have gold on us? Yeah. I As do. ghosts. Yeah. It, it's not actually like corporeal gold it's like ghost gold and it's also for the time period that you're in so it's got like um a queen imprinted on it that you have no idea who they are and it's got like different symbols but it's effectively gold and it's a coin and it's shiny cool 
Let's throw our shiny coins on the ground. It's useless anyways, ghosts. Alright, you throw those coins on the ground. And now it is the ghosts' turn. They are closing in, and some of them are a little bit faster than the other ones. And they seem to be reaching up for Jim to like, and trying to drag him away. Um, but at that moment, the Raven Queen spots the shiny little coins and swoops down. And she's coming in for a dive bomb. And she hits the ghosts and you guys. Oops. Yeah. Oops. Uh, you guys get knocked back about five feet each. You take, um... Oof. You all take four damage. I'm Damn! <laughs> five feet, four damage. Yeah. And the ghosts that were reaching out to Jim have all been vaporized. Cool. Ah, well, that worked at least. Yeah, but at what cost? Yeah. <laughs> and she lands on the goal and starts pecking at it. Quick, grab the necklace. Uh, you actually don't have to do that. Um, Jim grabs the necklace himself. And is breathing heavy. Oh my god. Oh, what was that? Oh, oh my gosh. And he uh, takes the necklace in close to himself and just sits up, takes a deep breath without lungs, but whatever, and kind of like falls backward. And uh, it's a metaphorical sigh of relief. And the ghosts surrounding the whole area dissipate and fade back into the shadows. The Raven Queen is still kind of pecking at the ghost coins. Hey, Queenie, you okay? What was that? You went kind of bird brain on us there. What? Yeah. So the Raven Queen actually, like, hops away from the gym zone and is like, I don't know what came over me. Um, it's a little embarrassing. <clears throat> I hope you all forget that soon. Now with sure. some health points left. Yes, I'm very sorry about crashing into you. Though I did save you guys from those uh, ghoulish ghosts, whatever they were. Yeah, um, we also figured out that that necklace is making him uh, not see us, and yeah. Is that why you took it? Did you know that? <laughs> uh, sure, but not really. Uh, I won't lie to you. I'm I'm not feeling like myself. I haven't been feeling like myself since I got here. Uh, I don't know. It was just so shiny. Ah, oh, crap. Just I mean, so to shiny. be fair, God. it is pretty shiny. But um, yeah. So that thing keeps ghosts from killing him, I guess. But it also keeps him from talking to us and you from. From uh, being yourself. So that's not a good thing. But it also is kind of a good thing. No, yes, and no, yes. And you hear Jim rattling up. He's like, no, I can hear you. Wait, you can? <laughs> His eyes are kind of closed. I mean, like, there's no eyelids or whatever. It's just like, you can tell that he's not looking at you guys. He's just, yeah, uh, barely. What are you guys? Did you guys save me? Yeah, uh, in a way. Oh, well, I gotta thank you for that. Hey, uh, I mean, you're welcome. What was that? You know, we're not really sure. We're also not really sure where we are or how we got here. Well, no. sort of. Oh, I'm kind of in the same boat on that one. Although, now that I think about it, I can kind of remember. I think yeah. this necklace is, uh, keeping me sane, but at the same time repressing some bad memories in the past for me. I can't really explain it that well, but I think I might know what to do. Well, uh, let me explain some things. I've been living in this village by myself for years now, and uh, you see this, all this stuff in this house? I've been collecting it, I guess subconsciously trying to figure out my past, but, uh, I, uh, I didn't remember any of it. No, I... Something happened. 
Well, I can tell you that something definitely happened to your memories. You can't have been here for years. You were on the ship with us just like a few hours before. And as you say that, the world kind of wobbles a bit, but kind of comes back to focus. And he's like, I've never been on a ship. Oh no, something happened years ago. I don't want to remember it, but I feel like it's the only thing that I can... If I could just figure it out, I'd be able to... I'd be able to finally solve the mystery of what I'm doing here, but there's just like this ominous feeling that I shouldn't be looking into this. And he's like, he's holding his head this whole time, and he's clutching his necklace, and he's not really making eye contact with you guys all that well, but he is facing your direction. Well, we're so, on a space... We're actually on a... What was it called? Spaceship? That was called, yes. And our planet just got destroyed. And, and, and like, as you say this, a whole area all around you starts getting all wobbly. Uh-oh. Hmm. What is this? We haven't been clear on how we... Like, I mean, we know how we got here, but we don't know why or... Well, I guess more specifically whether this place is just an illusion or your memories or another world or everything's still a little bit wobbly and it doesn't seem like and jim's trying to like speak to you but it seems very warbled and like uh echoey what's happening and slowly it slowly it comes back to focus i'm sorry what did you say jim i'm sorry too i couldn't hear you guys we couldn't hear you either. Apparently, whenever we try to talk about outside this place, it messes it up. Well, I haven't been out of this village in years. Even longer than I've, uh, I guess, been undead. Such a weird thing to say. He Do you remember when himself. you- He's- Do you remember when you died? That's the thing. I don't. I feel like- I feel like that's the- Like, if I knew that, I'd be able to figure out everything else. But I know that it feels like there's something preventing me from learning that. It's, And I think I have an idea of um, what I have to do. What's that? Well, I'll have to go down to the village that's submerged under all this water. Years and years and years ago, mm. I I can't remember. I remember it. I remember this town being on a cliffside with a great big tree. In the center, it, it, it held the cliff together, and it was a great shipping town, but I can't remember in between, but now it's all underwater. The tree withered away, and, it, and with it, the whole town, most of it. What you're seeing here is what remained. I think if I go down there and I see the town, I might be able to find somebody who could tell us more about what happened. <laughs> It's a little strange to ask some strangers, but you want to come with? Well, I mean, I mean, we're not technically strangers, but yes. Sure. Let me go. And the Raven Queen's like, you can't really go without me, right? You're not going to leave me here. Um, hmm. Really, there must be something we can do to include you. Say, hmm. Maybe we can stick you in Jim's helmet. Jim, you don't need to breathe, do you? Yeah, but there is a leak. <laughs> I mean, I could patch it up. I uh, I just like wearing the suit. No, that's true. Hmm. Uh, no, it's fine. I I can definitely stick uh our our little bird friend in here with me, but I don't think she'll like it. Raven Queen's like, yeah, no. Uh, how about this? I get the feeling that they're. That the thing that is preventing me from uh from my godly powers is somewhere under that water as well. I can sense it. The vague location of where it is. If you're able to disable that, I will come immediately to you guys. Okay, that sounds like a plan. Yeah. I'll just be sitting up here, um, waiting. Do you mind throwing me some shiny things it's a little embarrassing to ask i hand out some ghost gold yes and she gleefully takes some of it with her and she claws away and she says best of luck thanks queenie, <laughs> queenie. 
I'm thinking of Queenie from Animal Crossing when I say that. He's one of the ostrich villagers, I think. <laughs> okay. Sure. Alright, so uh, Jim gets kind of all suited up, puts his helmet back on, even though he's kind of like, eh, this is more of a formality at this point. I might as well just take it off. And kind of actually throws it aside. <laughs> I mean, it's whatever you'd like. Yeah, I, I don't really need it. Heck, when I put it on, I can hardly hear you guys anymore. Like, I, I'm wondering if the thing that was preventing me from hearing you guys was the helmet itself. Hmm, that could be true. Anyways, uh, just follow me. The ocean's over this way. All right. Man, Jim, I, I know you don't remember us, I guess, but when I saw you, I kind of figured you were some sort of aquatic being, not a dead guy. Oh, I... I apologize for any, uh... No, no, it's just a, just a misconception on my part. I mean, the water's pretty cool, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm practically an aquatic being now, it's just, you know, I guess skeletons are really good divers. Yeah, I, I don't need to breathe, I don't need to... Oh shoot, you know what, I, I just remembered something. And he rushes off to his house, and he comes running back... I almost forgot this. And he's holding out this um, sword, this nice, uh, intricately carved scabbard with um, nice gold inlay. And it's a pretty humble-looking sword. It, it doesn't really have a lot of jewels or anything. It's just um, very well crafted. <laughs> I can't forget this. Uh, oh yeah, you gotta defend yourself. Yeah. It's a nice sword. Remember where you got it? Hmm. Yeah. A long time ago, when I joined the Paladin Order, they gave me this. Hmm. Gosh, that was a while back. Uh, I'd say I'd hope they were doing well, but uh, something tells me I don't think anyone's doing well here. And straps the sword onto his side, and uh, you guys are at this cliff, and there's just big waves crashing onto the shore all the time, and it's just all this rock. Just, like, jagged rock all everywhere, and, um, and pieces of, like, dead wood, like, black, not charred black, but decayed, and, like, there's houses that have been bisected, and it seems like there was a trail that was leading up here that just all fell away. And he says, well, dive on in, and he jumps right off. <laughs> I guess I'll pull him. Yeah, you guys are fine. You're, you're ghosts. You could just dive into the water. You're fine. <laughs> Who needs oxygen when you're a ghost? Exactly. <laughs> and so you're falling for quite a while. Um, you notice that the ocean is very dark gray. There's like hardly any blue. Like it, there is no blue, basically. Um. There's nothing living around you. You can't see any fish. There's no plants. Um, there's hardly even any bubbles coming up. Everything seems very still. I guess this ocean is just as dead as the surface. Mm -hmm. And you eventually hit the ground. And what you see before you is a giant submerged village. Um, seems like there's like mansions over here. And... Um, more like the town center with like a fountain and general stores and all around your ghosts familiar faces not to you all around me are familiar faces <laughs> <laughs> but um they do seem human human ghosts not like actual humans down here hmm i wasn't expecting to see more ghosts down here since it was so uh, deserted on the surface uh, Jim, are these the people from your village? And Jim's kind of stunned as he's looking around and he's like got his finger pointed out and his fallen ghost with his eyes and he's just like, yeah, 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 uh, I, I know these people. What, what, what are they all doing down here? I wonder if any of them tried to talk to me before. Do they know they're dead? Um, the ghosts seem to be going about their normal lives. Like, some of them are walking little ghost animals, some of them are just chatting, and 
they seem to be carrying on like nothing has happened. Can they see us? Uh, some of the closer ones do see you, but they ignore you. So they're not very fond of strangers, I assume. Perhaps. Hey, Jim, can you talk with one of them? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go run over and say hi to Jebediah over here. Um, you guys can go run off and on your own and stuff. I uh, I gotta catch up with some of these guys. All right. And Jim runs over to some farmer-looking dude. He's got a pitchfork and a piece of hay in his mouth. And you guys are left to do whatever the hell you want. So how how about we go look for that thing the queen talked about? Yes. Well, well, you don't really know where to start looking for something like that. Um. She just gave you a vague description of it, that it's somewhere um, below the city. Better that start like... digging. <laughs> but that was also, she was on the surface, so that could have been anywhere below her. So we don't know what we're looking for, really. No, but you could ask around. Hmm. Think. Um. Okay, how about this? Can I roll a perception check to see any, like, major landmarks in this city. Hell yeah. Okay, I got a 14. Okay, so some big notable places would be, like, the Fountain, Times Square, um, a big old clock tower, a church with, like, a big old bell, and a gigantic mansion way on the far side of town. Oh, well, those all seem like really, actually, pretty good landmarks. Um, I relay this to the other two. Like, where should we go first? Uh, do you think the thing would be magic? That's, like... I mean, almost certainly. <laughs> Roll me an arcana check. Cool. Uh, 20. Oh yeah, it's definitely magic. <laughs> okay, it's not... It's a... Not a nat 20, though, but it's still a 20. Oh yeah. You know that it would only... The only thing that would be able to nullify magic is another type of magic. Cool. Well, where should we uh, check out first, then? Um, why don't we start with the closer things and work our way out? So, uh, I think it might be a good idea to check out maybe the fountain first. Okay. So, you walk on over to the fountain. It's not functioning, obviously. But, um, there are a couple of people, ghosts, gathered around it and chatting about today and how beautiful the weather is and... Oh, how have your crops been doing? And all that. And they do notice you as uh, as you walk up, but they're in their own conversations. Um, gosh, I just... The only thing is I wouldn't even know what to begin asking about. Hmm. Okay, here, here's here's an idea. I go up to one of them like, Hey there, folks. Uh, would you mind giving a few pointers to a tourist in town? I would like to see the sights. And uh, you're talking to this lady in a nice dress. She's got a cute little hat on. She turns to you and she's looking you up and down. Huh, a tourist, you say? Gosh, we haven't had a tourist here in years. Uh, where do you hail from? Oh, nowhere, really. I'm much just a drifter. Hmm, maybe one of those mercantile types, I see. Oh, well, uh, what kind of tips are you looking for? Well, I noticed there's uh, that very big, beautiful clock tower, for instance, on the horizon. I was wondering uh, what the history behind that is, maybe. Hmm, oh, the clock tower. Oh, it was built... She gives you the history of the clock tower. I I don't know. It's uh, It was built at a certain time, so this year, and every year or so we celebrate the building of the clock tower. Uh, it's a big centerpiece of the town. Um, it's where Town Hall is, it's City Hall area, uh, tells you about some local history about the Clock Tower, like, uh, little tiny skirmishes that have been fought there, and, um, some legal stuff that has gone on there, like politics. It's not anything really useful, but she does tell you all about it, and she- 
and the way that she describes it, it's it's like it's like it's really there and it's still functioning. You notice that the clock tower hasn't really moved at all, like hour and time and stuff. And she keeps going on about like, oh, when the t- clock strikes three and all that, and we all go out and get our uh, shopping done. And she she goes on as if nothing had changed. Okay, okay, I gotcha. Thank you. That's very helpful. Yeah, and then a little kid uh, runs up to you and he's like, "You got funny horns." Yeah, I guess they are kind of funny, aren't they? <laughs> and he runs off. I say thank you to the lady that I've been talking to, and uh, I go back to the group and I'm like, yeah, they don't know that they're dead. Well, I guess we will just have to act like everything is normal then. No reason to cause a ruckus here around here. They would probably declare us insane if we say that they've been dead all along. Okay. Abby, you do notice something is off about the fountain. And what's that? Well, you can't really put your finger on it. Roll me oh, some invest- yeah. Yeah. Roll me some um, investigations. Okay. Everyone or just Abby? Uh, Abby, um, unless Abby wants to Oof. point it out to people. What? I rolled a one. I don't know shit. <laughs> yeah, you just know that there's something up with the fountain. There's something weird about this fountain but i just can't mm, put my finger on it just kind of mm. <laughs> five. Oh boy i rolled a natural 20 oh god thank god oh praise luthmos okay uh luthmos you notice that the rocks are in a weird pattern like the stonework is really well done and is held up since it fell into the ocean but there's cracks, and you notice that the cracks line up parallel to each other, but not quite parallel. It's almost like a circle, like a, like a curve connects those two, but it's a very, very slight curve. Huh. And you're I tracing this curve along the ground, and you notice there's different parts in different parts of the stonework and woodwork, that follow these curves. I tell this to Abby and Foxfire. They probably know what this means, like some ritual shit or something. Like, Luthmos don't know any magic or rituals. Hmm. Can I arcana check the fountain? Yeah. 24. <laughs> okay. So, you've got an idea of what maybe could have happened, but, um... You, you notice that these curves and stuff are kind of like what happens when um, when you hit, like, water. It's like a ripple. I explained this to uh, Abby and Luthmos. Alright, so what does it mean? Do we need Do to we... put water in here? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's already full of water here, but... You are, you are in water. Uh, yeah, every, exactly. Everything is already water. But does it do something? Uh, I go up to the lady that's sitting by the fountain and ask her about it. Yeah, you can ask her about it. Go ahead. What in, what in particular do you ask? Uh, I ask about the, the cracks, patterns, curves, whatever. And if it means something like if it was made on purpose or if it's just happened over time something like that she looks at you a little weirdly she's like there's no crack there interesting this makes it a little awkward (laughs) because i am seeing a crack that's not there and you see her like cock her head just a little bit and she's she's like her eyes kind of twitching at this point like i there there's no there's no crack i see i must be hallucinating then or something ah, i got to go and she laughs and he's like <laughs> oh, oh yes yes it must be a hallucination of course i'm probably going to lay down somewhere um can you tell me uh, if there is an inn around here uh, yeah she points out the end 
thanks. I'm probably suffering from a lack of sleep from all this traveling I've been doing. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'll be going now. Bye. Okay. You guys going too? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you go to an inn, and you notice that the innkeeper seems a lot more colorful than everybody else. Like, they're the only ones with color, and they've got their back facing to you. I tell Abby and Foxfire about my awkward conversation with the lady. Hmm. Well, either they're in denial about it, or they really don't see it. Maybe it happened after. You hear the innkeeper say, uh, seems like you guys... Uh, reached a real awkward situation. Hmm. Having some trouble? Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. I didn't realize that you were uh, listening in on us. Mm, oh, I hear more than you'd think. Well, you are the innkeeper. You probably know everyone's secrets in town, don't you? Yeah, I know a great deal of secrets. So, um, is it true what they say? Is the fountain cracked? People just deny it? You see him turn around and look at you. And it's not a human. It's not a ghost. It's this strange creature with a mask. Oh, what the hell? And you can... It doesn't have a mouth, but you can feel him smiling. It says, well, yes, that crack is there, but I get the feeling that you might want to ask me a couple of different questions other than that. Uh, yes, um, I'm sorry if this seems rude, but I was expecting you to be a ghost. What are you? <laughs> Oh, don't worry about what I am. That doesn't matter to you. Do these people know they are dead? Because I assume not. No. Seems like this is a stagnant world you've found yourselves in. Great, so they are all in purgatory. Maybe a man-made purgatory, if you ask me. But, uh, seems like you guys could use some help. Uh, well, we'll take what we can get. I will give you one curious little hint, but I am curious myself. Who do you think I am? Well, you know, we just met, so I can't even begin to say. Are you a gatekeeper of some kind, keeping watch over the dead people here? You're thinking too small, but I suppose you'll find that answer eventually. <sighs> Are you another, another god? You can feel him smiling. Hmm. Do you know the Raven Queen, or like, Queen of Death? I'm acquainted, but I came here to give you a, a valuable piece of information that I don't think you'd be able to figure out on your own. That binding of yours, that book binding, do you remember that? How do you know about our book? You feel him give you a wink. Like, there's no change in the mask and any of the facial features on the mask. You can, but you can feel him winking. And he's he's dressed like an innkeeper. And you do notice that it's a lot more pink than you'd realize, like, an innkeeper's outfit would be. And, um, and everything else about him looks like a normal human, uh, except for that mask. Did you write that book? Well, uh, answer my question first. You'll get your question yes. soon. We remember the book. The binding. Yes, the binding, the book's binding. Yes. That is a curious little artifact. Wrap that around anything you'd like to keep safe from great magics or something that you'd like to take home with you as a souvenir. Interesting. Very interesting. So, the binder... Is kind of like uh, enchanted with a protection spell or something. Yes. And now uh, I will let you guys ask me one question. Any question you'd like. Okay. Um, do we want to convene on this out of character real quick? Yeah, you should. We should. We should uh, we'll probably ask what exactly it is we're looking for. Sounds good. What do you think, Ash? Yes. All right. All right. Uh, back in character, um, you probably know that we are on a quest for the Raven Queen, do you not? Yeah. You seem to know so much. We oh. want to know where we were sent here, and we don't even know what we're looking for. We want to know what exactly, what object or person or what have you 
is preventing the Raven Queen from accessing her powers. Hmm. You're almost there. You almost got it. That ripple that you saw that cracked that fountain. Well, ripples have origins, don't they? You'll find your answer at the center. Hmm. Okay. I guess that makes sense. And with that, the mask um, floats off, and all that color that was in the innkeeper disappears. And it's immediately gray. And the innkeeper is staring at you guys like, Hey guys, you need a drink? Um, yes, please. Sure, why not? <laughs> he pours you up a couple of cups of sarsaparilla. Ghost sarsaparilla? Oh yeah. Hot. It tastes like ocean. Delicious. Salt water taffy. So, we're supposed to find the epicenter of the thing, right? Yes. Where do you think that could be? Let's check out the clock tower. Okay. So you go, go to, to the, the clock tower and roll me some investigations. That's a 12. A 16. 11. Oh, you do notice cracks. Um, They seem farther apart than the ones at the fountain, but that's it. If they're further apart, then we're getting further away from the epicenter rather than closer. Maybe the fountain is epicenter. Go to Maybe. the fountain. And uh, here, let me draw out a visual visual representation for you to see if you guys can figure it out. Here you go, grills. This is this is what the fountain looks like. You see there are lines that are almost parallel that are uh going through the fountain and through the floor, but you notice it pretty obviously with the rock cuz the ground kind of settled and stuff and it's harder to tell on that. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So it looks like the way it is is if there were if it was like a shock wave and it went in a circle uh, assuming that this this is like a top-down view facing yes. uh, where north is the top of the picture, it looks like that it would be west of there. What landmarks are west of the fountain? That looks like it is towards the cliff. Aha! Uh-huh. Remember the tree that Jim described? Maybe it's there. Oh, yeah. Well, he said the tree withered away. But maybe there there should still be something left, like a stump or the roots or something like that. Let's check it out. All right. You go back to the cliff area, and Jim actually uh, swims on up to you, and he's like, Ah, something fucky is going around this town. Yeah, we know. Nobody realizes that they're dead. Y- yeah, I tried to bring that up with everybody, and uh, gosh, it looks like they glazed over, and do you think that's how I was? I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, we got a tip from someone very suspicious. He's probably a god of some kind. We don't know. That's ominous. It is. It is really ominous. Um, but anyway, um, he said that he thinks that, or he said that we'd find our answer at the center of all these cracks that are around town. There's cracks? And sure enough, yeah. Jim is looking all around, and he's starting to notice the cracks, too. He's pointing them out. Yeah, those. Oh, wow. Yeah, I never noticed until you uh, pointed that out to me, but there sure are cracks around here. Look at the look at the cliff! And sure enough, you see that the cliff itself seems to have these ripples as well. And it's pretty well defined, and they're all going up. Hmm. I wonder if what we need is at the top of the cliff. No, no, not that way up. The other way up. Starting from the bottom. So, reverse what I said. The bottom of the cliff, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's check it out. Yeah. Okay. You guys start sinking over to the side of the cliff. Like, uh, the whole town, uh, it may be pretty long, but it's not as wide as long. And you go over to the side of that area, and you're falling down and down and down. Um... Do any of you guys have any mathematics? Anything vaguely close to mathematics? What do you mean, anything close to mad mathematics? Like, could you figure out the epicenter? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, if you're asking for, like, a check, I'm not sure what you'd roll for that. I guess just, like, a blind intelligence, intelligence check? Yeah. Good old intelligence. I got the 17. 21. 21. A 13. 
All right. Foxfire gets it because it's more likely that Foxfire would know math because they're a wizard. Um, yes. Uh, you can calculate out that the epicenter is pretty far below you. Um, and I jump. I don't jump. It, it's fine. You can jump. You're a ghost. You don't take fall damage. Are you sure about that? Yes. <laughs> that sounds like something I'd say before getting fall damage. <laughs> I'm not gonna give you fall damage as a ghost in the water. That's like two things that you can't get fall damage in. You're fine. Don't worry. <laughs> I, just, I just walk off the edge backwards looking at them like, peace. Okay, bye. The kid's just He's... gonna fall very slowly. <laughs> Lufmo's just dives right in. He's going for it. Yeah. And... Fabby follows after Luthmus pretty much the same way that he did. And Jim's like, ah, wait for me. And, um, the water is getting darker and darker as you're getting farther away from the light. Um, SpongeBob episode rock bottom. Exactly. I can't understand your accent. Exactly. Thank you so much. Um, you're getting further and further and further down, and uh, Foxfire, you calculated out that the epicenter should be pretty close to here. Do any of you have? All of you have night vision. What am I saying? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Jim. Unfortunate. But he's Someone he's got like skeleton with glowy eyes. <laughs> yeah. I Someone mean, needs to hold James' hand. All right, fine. <laughs> There's a faint or purple that. light glowing off of Jim, and it can show some of the definition around the rock. And you come upon a door. A door? Yeah, a door, and there's a tiny cliff um, that just is hanging out on the side, a little rock just jutting out with a door. So they found a door. What fun. And what's behind that door? Perhaps pizza, or better yet, death. But the only way to find out is to stay tuned to Chronicles of Starlight.